0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of What the Dementia by Bamboo Care. I'm your host, Brianna Wilson. I am a certified dementia practitioner and the founder of Bamboo Care. So I've noticed that we've gotten a lot of new listeners over the past couple of weeks, so I just wanted to take the time to say thank you so much for tuning in and checking out our podcast. We hope you are enjoying it so far. Remember, if you ever have any questions, comments, or podcast requests, You can always just email us at podcast at whatthedementia.com or leave us a voicemail at whatthedementia.com. Okay? So, today we are going to be talking about what it means when a person with dementia says, I want to go home, and tips for how to respond. Now, the statement, I want to go home, or the question, when are you going to take me home, can really throw some people off, especially when the person is already home, right? And using something like reasoning and logic often isn't too effective. But it is often a sure way to either increase the person's anxiety, agitation, or just start an argument. So let's talk about it why do people with dementia want to go home so we can start by thinking about reasons that you may want to go home have you ever been somewhere and all you could think is man i'm ready to go home i know i have (laughs) so let's think about some reasons you may have wanted to go home so maybe you were tired bored lonely uncomfortable Maybe you just weren't having a good time. Maybe you were overstimulated, like maybe there was too much noise going on. Maybe the situation was too demanding and so it was becoming overwhelming. Maybe you just didn't see the point in being there. Maybe you felt like you've been there long enough and it was just time to go home. Maybe something got you upset or anxious Or maybe you have something that you'd rather do at home or that you would like to do at home, okay? And I'm sure you could think of a couple more reasons yourself as well. So when a person with dementia tells you that they want to go home, we must remember that they are first above all else human. And as humans, we are typically experiencing some type of triggering feeling that is making us want to go home. Now, where is home? (laughs) Why would someone want to go home, especially if they are already home? So let me tell you this. Home is not always a place. It's usually a filling. And I say not always because for some people, it is just that. It's a place that they're referring to. For some people, they really do mean their house. For others, they simply are referring to their room. Others could be referring to like a heavenly place. And others could be referring to a place from their childhood. So it's important to know what your person is referring to when they say home. But more importantly, it's crucial to understand what home represents and why they are seeking it. Does that make sense? So when you think of home, what do you think of? Maybe peace, comfort, familiarity, pleasant memories, love, safety, and maybe some other things come to mind when you think of home. So again, what we want to do is try to understand and acknowledge the feeling behind their desire to go home. And we don't have to do this by lying to them For example, if it's not true that they are going home, you don't have to say, oh, well, your daughter will be here to pick you up in a little while. Now, lying isn't always a bad thing, okay? And there are what some people call therapeutic lies or fiblets or what I like to call opportunities to fib, F-I-B, which stands for fill in the blanks. But some people can pick up on your lies, and if you don't, have to lie, it's usually better, okay? We also don't have to do this by using reasoning or logic. Like, mom, this is your home now. We sold your house two years ago, remember? Or, but dad, this is your house. Followed by this grand tour of their items and efforts to trigger their memory and convince them that they're already home. Honestly, it's usually not that helpful And it can be really confusing. I mean, just imagine if you're somewhere and you're like, I wanna go home. And your friend tells you, Andy, you are home. You'd be like, wait, what? No, I'm not. (laughs) You know, they could try to convince you all they wanted to, but you know you're not home. And so it's kind of the same thing. If it's not home for them, if it doesn't feel like home for them, then it's not home, okay? So what we really want to do is appeal to the unmet need, which is the most challenging part, right? And sometimes it takes tuning in to random things they may have said or done throughout the day or maybe what happened right before them asking to go home to give us a clue about what they may feel like they're missing and why they want to go home. But one way we can appeal to the unmet need without knowing right away what it might be is by validating their feelings the easiest way to do this is to repeat back what they have said to us in the form of a question so if the person says I want to go home you say you want to go home or if the person says when are you going to take me home you say You want to know when I'm going to take you home. This is the first step of letting someone know that they've been heard, that you're acknowledging that they want to go home. Now, after they respond, the conversation can take a number of different pathways. Now, I personally don't like to provide, like, scripts on this because if your partner replies outside of the script, oftentimes care partners have a really difficult time trying to improvise and navigate the conversation, which usually leads them to revert back to old habits, which is either lying or trying to use reasoning and logic, which again may not end too well. So where do we go after repeating back what they have said to us in the form of a question? So number one, and most important, is to be present. That means stop what you're doing, And really join your partner in their moment. Remember that it's usually something going on that is triggering their desire to go home, okay? Number two, and just as equally important, is to try to talk to them in a calm, relaxed manner. You definitely don't want to sound irritated or bothered by their request to go home, okay? And then number three, you can try asking a simple question like, What's wrong? Or, well, where is home? These two questions can lead you down like this pathway to greater understanding. And it can be a little fun to dive in deep and find opportunities to shift the conversation in different directions. It also gives you deeper insight into what you should do next. So maybe they just need to be reassured and comforted, like a hug or holding hands or a soft blanket, a doll, a stuffed animal. Maybe they're hot or cold or in some other way just uncomfortable. Maybe they're feeling lonely and they just want someone to talk to or just be in the presence of. Maybe they're bored and they need to find purpose and feel useful so you could have them help you with something. Maybe they need to get out of the house When's the last time they've gotten fresh air, you know? So you could take them for a car ride. You could take them to the park. You could stop for some ice cream if they're into that. Or bring them with you on an errand. Things like that, okay? Now, I will say, asking questions and diving deep works really well for some people. But for others, hmm, some people will get really irritated if you start asking many questions some people are just not into that talk 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 stuff and this may happen even more as language and comprehension becomes more difficult you know so you can ask a question still but keep it simple engage their response does your question just cause more irritation or do they seem to be receiving it well okay If it seems to be kind of irritating them, or they kind of make a smart aleck type of remark to it, then switch it up and try to divert the conversation to something more interactive, like a snack, or putting on their favorite music, or suggesting going for a walk, or looking at pictures, or engaging in some type of activity together, okay? Things like that. Now, once you're able to move beyond them being adamant about going home, please, please, please do not bring home back up, okay? Stay in the moment that the interaction has brought you to. So, for example, you can start with this topic of home, but you don't want to end with the topic of home, okay? So, what do I mean by that? So, if the conversation is going good, and you're now talking about, I don't know, their favorite food, something that's not directly related to home, don't then say, so tell me about your home. (laughs) It could end up being like this master reset button and you may have to start from scratch. The point is not to talk about home per se, the point is to address their need and desire for home And then find an opportunity to shift that desire into satisfaction being where they currently are in the present moment, whether that be by reminiscing about the past to eventually things not directly related to home, or by being comforted in the here and now, or by feeling useful in the here and now, or whatever they are needing to be okay where they are. Does that make sense? So I don't want you to feel like you need a script or like there's a right or wrong way to approach your partner wanting to go home because there's really not. The goal is, above all else, to validate their feelings, comfort them, and help them fill that unmet need. You know, there's that saying, there's more than one way to milk a cow, okay? So just open yourself up to trial and error. Keep a journal of your successful and maybe not so successful interactions. I know for some people this can be really helpful in helping them navigate the request to go home and future interactions, okay? And guys, remember, as Dementia Care Partners, what we want to do is try to create as many positive experiences as we can for both ourselves and our partners, So if you just keep that in the forefront of your mind and just try your best, you've done enough, okay? Please try not to be too hard on yourself if the interaction goes left because it sometimes happens, okay? Just try again next time, all right? So that wraps up this episode. I hope this podcast was informative and that you learned something of value. If you have any questions, comments, or future podcast requests, You can send us a voice message on whatthedementia.com or you can send us an email at podcast at whatthedementia.com. Thank you for joining us on another episode of What the Dementia by Bamboo Care. We look forward to catching you on the next episode. Take care and until next time, stay strong, carry on, and remember, you are not alone. Bamboo Care is always here.